And you've scientifically proven that background noise influences people's taste and smell, that it kills our ability to distinguish various aspects of our tasting experience. So is this the reason why airplane food is so tasteless? And which food are suppressed and which are not up in the air? And how can airlines then make the food taste better? So um, part of the problem uh, in the airline is in the airplanes is about noise. Um, and uh, it's also probably about lowered cabin air pressure, dry air. There's really these three things together that uh, cause the suppression of taste and flavor in what we eat and drink in the air. Uh, people have known about the dry air and the uh, low cabin air pressure before, but what hasn't been brought to the fore is the impact of noise. And in an airplane, you get 80 to 85 decibels of engine noise, depending whereabouts in the plane you're sitting. Uh, and when we study that in the lab, and others have done this uh, better than us, if you play 80 to 85 decibels of background noise, white noise or en engine noise to participants, their ability to taste sweetness and saltiness is dramatically suppressed, but their ability to taste umami, a mysterious uh, fifth taste, protonaceous taste from Japan originally, that is enhanced bizarrely. So it's not like noise just masks everything, at least in the airplane case, it seems to suppress some tastes while enhancing others. And that, on the one hand, that means that's partly why food tastes of so little in the air, partly why the meals have to add you know, 20 to 30% more sugar and salt to the meals just to get the same taste experience in the air. Uh, and for us, um, uh, when we started studying this, you know, for a long time, I've been interested in the sound of food and the background noise and music. Um, when we started studying airplane uh, uh, noise, then we sort of made the prediction based on observation that the strange thing about being in an airplane is how many people order a tomato juice or a Bloody Mary. Uh, I don't mind them, but I don't really, the only time I ever order them is in the air. And if you just watch the air, the trolley coming down the airplane, it turns out there are 25% you know, of people who, who fly who will only order a Bloody Mary in the air and never on the ground. So there's something interesting going on the why are people behaving that way. And it turns out, well, tomato juice and Bloody Marys have umami in spades from the tomatoes and also from the Worcester sauce. So this is, it turns out to be one drink that whose taste stands up to the noise of the air. And it's almost like people are self-medicating. They're picking the drink that it turns out does work well up there. Um, and hence, I think you can then spin that out into in sort of um, interesting suggestions or applications. On the one hand, uh, I think many air, airlines now realizing how umami stands up to noise are adjusting their menus, some quietly, others making, um, announcing it like British Airways with their umami forward menu of, of a few years ago. Um, and also for me, I, I sort of wonder if umami is the taste that works in the air, why when you get your little tray of food, do they have you a salt, a salt sachet, a pepper sachet, why, why aren't they giving you umami shake? Fifth taste mix. It doesn't make complete sense that you should be, that's what you should be using for your seasoning in the air. Uh, and yet no one has done it yet for some bizarre reason. Maybe because of a long-standing memory of Chinese restaurant syndrome, 
from the 1970s when you know people used to think that MSG, uh, the umami taste, was um, was causing uh, all sorts of problems. Yeah, it, it definitely needs some innovation uh, <laughs> regarding the food.